Hey, Night Owls. Welcome to the next episode of Isn't It Past Your Bedtime? I'm Rachel. And I'm Krista. This week, because it's February, finally, already. Still. Currently, still. (laughs) (laughs) We we don't record, like, right before episodes. I'm sorry. The timeline's a little little wonky. Um, But because it's February, February is Black History Month. Um, And so Krista and I have decided to, we picked, um, like, BIPOC books because we wanted to make sure that our podcast has some representation. Um, we do usually read like a pretty wide variety of books, um, but we wanted to be intentional with this specific pick in honor of Black History Month. Um, I'll just kind of jump right into it. I picked like kind of a really serious book, so I'm <laughs> going to try hard not to go like too deep into it. Um, I will say that I, I haven't finished this book because it's actually more of a workbook, like to help white people address systemic racism that they're not aware that they participate in. Huh, that's fun and different. Yeah. Um, so I I ended up I, I I listened to it, but actually I'm gonna work through the, the workbook manually. Like I think that's a little easier for this specific topic. Um, but I've been listening to it and it's called Me and White Supremacy by Layla F. Saad. Um, so this actually started as like an Instagram challenge. So it was like a 28 day Instagram challenge with um like different writing prompts to basically a, a dress racism and white supremacy (laughs) like there's no other way to say that um but it really addresses things like um like it breaks it down into like different categories of it basically so it all of them are like me and because the the whole point of it is like point out that like nobody's really exempt from this like people do this like you may not realize that you do it but you do it so every single like prompt or like day is like me and uh, let's see, what was it? Hold on. Sorry, my brain forgot. Uh, it'll be things like me and white silence and me and tone policing or me and uh, white feminism. So it's just like very specific categories. And basically it's like pointing out how like all of these different things like in your day-to-day life, like whether you pay attention to it or not, like it's it exists based on our society. So um, it really digs really deep into each of these. And what I really like about it is um, the author really digs into like, so under each topic, they give like a lot of definitions and like how that can actually apply to you and how like maybe you don't see that you're doing it, but here's why you're doing it. And like, I will say that straight up at the beginning, they're just like, you're not going to like it. Like you're going to get frustrated and it's going to be hard, but like it is hard. Mm -hmm. Like that's the point. Um, because um, do you remember growing up? I know my parents did it and I know a lot of people's parents did it. Like things like colorblindness, like, oh no, we don't see color. We judge people by the, the, the color of their heart. My, you know, father, that kind of stuff. my father still says something along those lines, no matter how many times I've tried to correct him and tell right. him that that's, we don't, that's not a thing. Like, and here's why. Exactly. So it's stuff like that. It's stuff like, like they might be well-intentioned. Like, I, I understand that, like, there's an intention there that, like, we want equality. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the idea behind these these things that we've, like, put into place, but really they're just, like, making it worse because, like, people will be like, oh, don't say that to their little child who's like, oh, that person is Black. It's like, why? Is Black bad? Like, it's just true. Like, you, yeah. colors exist, and by not acknowledging them, White people are basically like not able to acknowledge their own color and how that plays into the white supremacy because you just don't think about it. Like it's true. Mm -hmm. And 
I felt I, I did feel defensive when I like they were going through a lot of these topics. Um, I did kind of skip around because I knew I wasn't going to be able to finish this 28 day workbook in order to like get to this podcast to talk about it. Um, but I, I kind of skimmed through, um, you know, some of the other pieces that are going to be talked about later because I am going to work my way through this. Um, but I did. I got I got frustrated and I got defensive and I felt like I don't do these things. I don't say these things, but that's the point. <laughs> um, so I felt like, OK, so they're making the point that they're they're here to make. Um, and I really appreciate that. At the beginning, they kind of phrase it as like we're going to walk through all of these things that like you can put like in your anti-racism tool or to, uh, backpack. It's like a like a toolbox, you know, Um and so like, that's basically kind of what it is. It like breaks down each of these pieces for you to like, kind of be aware of like how you're playing into these tropes and how the things that you're doing are um, honestly just like upholding white supremacy. <laughs> like your intention is not to do that. So there are things like, um, like tokenism, like that whole, like, well, I have a black friend or I help out this community. Like, that's not enough. Like it, ha it has to be like your day-to-day -day life. Um, I'm just very impressed with how how thorough this is and also like I felt kind of bad while I was reading it and I was like how much emotional labor did this woman have to do to explain to a bunch of white people that they're not as good as they think they are like that's one of the topics that she covers is like white exceptionalism where it's like oh but I don't do that I'm a good white person like I I don't say or do these things and they're like well you might not say or do them overtly but you also don't stand up to family members you know you don't attend a black lives matter um <clears throat> like march and be there for white women even though you would go to the women's march to be there with other women like even within feminism there's basically siloing of races where the feminism that people generally talk about white people i mean is white feminism in which it doesn't really like include like intersectional racial like groups because we don't see them the same like we're like no we're trying to align under white men it's like by not even addressing the fact that like black women face different problems we're not even addressing the problem at all like we're basically just like enforcing racism again <laughs> and like I just like I thought it was really interesting because a lot of these things are things that like I've totally seen people do and I've I've absolutely done some of these things like even though I felt defensive I was like okay I could totally see how my my role would be here you know I I do consider myself to be a good person but I also get the point that like it's not like a destination that they're trying to get to to not be racist like you would literally have to do things in your day-to-day -day and recognize like how other races are impacted um by your race <laughs> but white people just like don't think about it where BIPOC think about it all the time yeah it's there every day yeah so like they they do day seven right so there's 28 days and they're like day seven because BIPOC don't get to rest either. So like we can reflect and we can talk about it, but we don't get to rest. I'm still BIPOC and I'm still, you know, and I yeah. thought it was this really interesting point. And I was like, yeah, I guess that's true. Like I did get up, get to a point where I was just like, man, like it's a lot of like effort, <laughs> like my brain. And like, um, when I'm listening to the pot, to the, the audiobook, I wasn't, um, like writing down the prompts, which is why I do want to work through the actual workbook. Cause I would just kind of like think about the prompts, like while she was working through. And then I hit a point in the book where they were like, and if you're just listening to this and you think that just thinking about these prompts is enough, I'm giving Krista this like side glance. Oh yeah, I was, I, gonna say, I was like, she's just like, giving me the shade. look of she got called out. Like, I was like, oh, home and they knew. Oh, oh, I was like, that's a good point though, you know, because like 
you have to go back and do this. And like, like uh, Layla says, like, you know, at the end, because I read like the conclusion section, it's like, okay, you're done. It's day 29. What now what? You're not done. Like you continue to do these things. You go back through these prompts, like you make goals, like, and all this stuff. And I was like, man, it's a lot of work, but like, I get that it, the work has to be done. Like one of the points that she makes is like, be a good ancestor. Like, don't be that ancestor that upheld or at least supported white supremacy with your complacency. And so I thought this was really good. I thought it was really insightful. It evoked the emotions. It was intending to evoke, but not in a way, not that it matters. Like, I don't care how she wants to evoke it. Like, I get her point. Um, but it, it did its job, you know, but and it also calls out people at the end too, where it's like, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to listen to this and then stop partway through. There's going to be people who do the work and want to do the prompts and do them over and over again and implement changes in their lives. Like you can decide like which one of these people you want to be. <laughs> I was like, oh, called out. Like it's very direct. Um, and her writing style is just very thorough. And I, I really appreciate all of the, the effort that had to have gone into this. Um, yeah, five out of five stars. I'm going to continue to work through it. Um, it does say uh, in the book that, you know, like there's not really a pace for you to go at this, but the point is that you do continue to go at it um, and keep these things in mind. So that's kind of what I'm planning on doing. I'm not planning on just like focusing on this for the next 28 days. I'm not going to do the 28 day challenge, but I am going to continue to work through it and do it in the workbook. Um, I'll try to do like a prompt a night or something, you know, um, a couple of them, maybe a chapter. I don't know. We'll yeah, because that feel. one is because since you did it on Audible, you get like the PDF workbook with the audio book, right? Like it came. In I don't know. I just ended up googling it because I was like, I would really like oh, to know okay. what the workbook is. Maybe I, I could check. It wouldn't surprise me. Sometimes Audible does do that. I'll look. Um, but if, but I, I was just thinking for like anybody out there who's listening who maybe didn't yeah. want to like necessarily. You don't have to pay for the audio book. You can absolutely work through the workbook, yeah. and I think it's or get just it from as the library or something, but then still have that workbook. Option. yeah definitely so it was easy to find online i literally just looked up man white supremacy workbook and it was available so um awesome. yeah i think as far as going through the prompts that'll be easier yeah. it's hard to like listen to it and do those things which is why i was doing that but then i felt like a dick so <laughs> um but yeah no it was it was amazing i was really impressed and uh she does talk about like how you know white women read things from other white women that is like feminism but ignore BIPOC feminism. And so I'm going to pick a couple of the, the uh, authors that she listed and check out some books. It actually made me think of one that I almost read, but then I saw the cover of this book in the one that I'm about to talk about. And I had to do this one instead, but there's one. And also I wanted to do fiction because that's just where I'm in my mindset, but it's uh, mm -hmm. Bad Feminist by, I really feel like her name's Roxy something or other. Oh, I wish oh, I could no. remember her name. Um, I have it like saved on my TBR, but it's bad feminist it's she's a black author so that might i wonder if that might be one roxanne gay there you go i was like i knew that there was like a rox something and because she has a whole bunch of other books out and so because when i was looking for mine one the other reason that i also liked that we did this prompt is that i've gotten in a really bad habit like at first i was like patting myself on the back like oh look at me i'm reading female authors i'm doing yeah. my part and then i go and i look through my tbr and i'm like oh i'm reading it's all, all white all white ladies so in trying to figure out which book i wanted to read for this prompt i added so freaking many authors of color on my tbr and i had a whole bunch picked out that i was going to do and then my library closed for 
two weeks and that kind of all of my it's a great, real bummer. <laughs> all my great plans went out the, I mean I'm still gonna read the books but I couldn't cover them for this and uh, I don't work Mondays so I went to a used bookstore and then I went to my local bookstore and it was me and like there's two other shoppers it was the most glorious I haven't been in a bookstore and you could hear it was magical I would I, love to go to a bookstore uh, Monday at like noon I'm telling you it was the most magical I just want to go to village books with you like that's all yeah. I fucking want can we just like go get a latte at woods and go to village books that's mm-hmm. like all I want in my yep. pandemic heart yep that's exactly what I did well not the latte part because I couldn't drink it I would have just been carrying it around but <sighs> whatever so I went there the village books that was the one you know we'll plug them they're local to me um but I was wandering around and this one was facing outward. So that's like, it's in the yaw section. Normally you can just see the spine, but they had this one turned out. And I was like, that's the one. Don't know what it's about. The cover is gorgeous. So mine is a much lighter read. It's a yaw. It's fiction. You don't have to, there's no workbook involved. So we started strong. Now we're going to come into a little bit more comfort. So I read Slay by Brittany Morris. So this book, since it's yeah, so it's set, uh, the main character is Kira and she's 17 and she's a senior in high school and she lives in Bellevue, which is, I thought that was fun. I enjoyed that. You know, she's, she's kind of local. local. She's a local gal, you know, that was very close to me. My brother lives in Bellevue. It's basically local. Yeah. We're basically neighbors. So she goes to a private high school named, it doesn't, I don't think it really matters what the name of it is. Relevant. Um, there's like just over 500 people in her school. There's 20 students of color and four black students. And two of them are her and her younger sister. So it's like, when I was thinking about it, like, that was my high school. Like, but we had like a thousand people and probably still about 20 students of color. So definitely felt called out on like a lot of like the things that she was experiencing where I was like, oh, I was that white person who did that. Like kind of with those things in mind of being like, Oh, I mean, right? I didn't know any better, which isn't an excuse, but I'm trying to do better and be better. So Kira, be best. so she is, so she's 17. Um, her boyfriend is named Malcolm. He's one of the other four black students. He is, I don't like him. I don't think. Not a very that, nice character. I don't think he's a good boyfriend. Like early on, I was like, oh, like the way that he kind of treats her and the things he says is like, not necessarily controlling but he definitely kind of has these like like at one point like her sister says that he's anti-feminist and she's like no he's not and I was like that's what it is he's very anti-feminist he is very much like like he calls like all black people like their key like she is his queen which is great except that like kind of in his view of it how I read it is that like she should do what he wants because he is the king. He is more the breadwinner and he spends his time. Um, I think he calls it uncolonizing or decolonizing. I can't remember which one, but basically he spends all of his free time reading books only by black authors, nobody else. And That's like not a bad thing. No, it's not. But the way that he does it is in this like kind of obsessive way where not a single other author will do like even in like Kira brings it up where she's like, like she's like, brought up like other authors that like she wanted to read and he was like no that's that's a flight against a black man and like he is super against um like video games and tv like all of these things and this is kind of important for the rest of the story which is why i'm bringing it up now all of these things are things that he believes are the white man's way of like kind of controlling your modern day black man and keeping him down sort of a thing so but they've been together three years, high school love. I totally get 
why she's still with him because like when they first got together he wasn't like super into that like he's kind of come into that more and more of his adulthoodish like junior senior year type of life where he's kind of figuring out who he is and who he wants to be so like i totally get why they're still together she's totally in love they're gonna go move to atlanta for college like he's going to i can't remember what college but he's going to an hbcu and then she's applied to a whole bunch but she wants to go to spellman which is also at HBCU, which I Googled. I didn't know what it was. I knew it was a historical black college, but I didn't know what the U was. There's University? a university. Yeah. There's a, there's a little or that's not in the uh, acronym. Oh. So yeah. Historically black college or university, which is what I thought. And then I was like, oh. I'm going to, I want to verify, like trust, but verify on myself. Trust, but verify. So Kira has created, so there, she created this whole like online video game. It's called Slay. And basically kind of what the game is, how I've figured out, and I'm pretty sure how it works. So it's like a dueling card game. And so she's got like this whole world and there's like- Like magic? Maybe. I don't really know how magic the card game works, but this one is, so there's like all these different worlds and the cards. So there's a dual card, a hex card, and a, or not a dual. There's like a defense, an offense, and a hex basically. And I can't remember what she calls all of them. But all of the cards have to do with things that are, like, uh, basically have to do with, like, growing up Black, but, like, all over the world. So, like, some of them is, like, that one auntie's uh, potato salad, which apparently is, like, she's not allowed to bring food oh, to no. cook out. Because she's going to put raisins in it. And even I know raisins don't go in potato salad. Like, that sounds disgusting. Ew, hard pass. Um, so there's that one. And then you have, like the twist out and then you have the weave which are like they do similar things but the twist out is stronger because it would be your real hair right it's like where you play a card and it play does a certain amount of damage to the other people's yeah. things that they have yeah it's basically magic okay i so love it yeah so it's that but it's in this like an online one and the game is free to play but it's best played with vr and so they're like in oh vr god. in like their caricatures that they play like, i would play this however. oh my god i wanted to play so bad why are you gonna make something so cool and then not give us an example so the only way that you can like join is that you have to get a code from somebody who's already playing oh so so, it's like word of mouth only kind of yeah so like when she first made it up uh she like sent like her like referral code type thing to like every like black creator type person that she followed on twitter maybe it was celebrities i can't remember exactly but all these people so like that's kind of how it like started this following um so she is in the game she's emerald she's like the queen and then she has her helper is i I know i'm gonna say it wrong it's like cicaca it's that bug that's loud and makes a lot of noise that one yep i was like it's in animal crossing but i've even in animal crossing i couldn't say it right so so that's this other character and you do eventually learn who she is but i'm not going to tell you because you don't learn for a while who she is but that is the moderator and like so basic but so technically she's a moderator but she also does a ton of the design and stuff like that and they buy like the design for the trees for example they bought it from a person of color like on etsy or something like bought the rights to use this tree in their game like their art yeah yeah that's cool it's super awesome yeah so they like are supporting like all these like small indie artists and creators to like build up their world um and so yeah so like i said the game is free and then so what so they're at the semi-finals of these duels and so there's four different like places so there well, i guess there's technically five but the newest one is the swamp and mm. like they don't really count yet because that was made like once all this 
semi-finaling duel happens. So there's like, I think the whole place is called the Tundra. That's the thing. I'm not entirely sure all the ins and outs of the game okay. since I don't have my code to go join. Um, it's pretty nuanced. But, yeah, but there's like a desert and like all these ones. So that's like they have to battle and all these ones and do these things. And so we know that Kira is here in Pacific Standard Time. And then say it again. It's a cat. It's a Cicada. Cicada. I'm never gonna get it. I've I couldn't say it. I have, Do it. Yeah. I have faith in you. Um, so she lives in like on the other side of the world, kind of. I don't want to say where she lives because it'll give it might give some things away, but she's oh, in a totally okay. different time zone. She's like probably like nine hours ahead of Pacific Standard Time or something like that. So she can moderate games when Kira can't, or like, like at one point, like Kira gets That's home from school. Perfect. It's like four p.m. and our family's having dinner, which I was just like, this feels weird. That like, and it's like her mom. So the story early. can happen. Her mom's home early from work, and her dad's home early from work. I'm like, that's great, but it is 4 p.m. This is not dinner time. What the heck? Everyone um, watch TV for an hour. Come on. But so she's like, they talk on like WhatsApp, and so she like message her, and so she takes over the duel. So that one happens, and so then it's like the next day or two days later or something like that. The next semifinal is supposed to happen into the uh, these two other people in the world, and um, Kira gets a message, and she's like, this guy he's not on. Like this person's not on. Who's supposed to like duel? Like what am I? What should I do? Oh shit! But Kira's kind of like already. She's like dealing with like her own kind of crisis in the real world, so she can't really respond. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing is that nobody knows that Kira is Emerald. the person that runs it. Oh, okay. No, not a single. Not her sister. Not her mom. Not she's Malcolm. still with the guy. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, she's still with Malcolm. Um, and like she has different reasons for like telling like not telling everybody so like one is that like Malcolm is like super against video games and that's the other oh another thing about another reason why he's kind of like anti-feminism is that he's always talking about like improving the black man never caring about the black woman so like there's that 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 plays Mm -hmm. into things later in the book too got it um but so like obviously he's like super against it so like he would never understand or she feels like he would never understand and then um her mom is like and this is kira you only the entire book is only from kira's point of view Mm. so like you don't actually know if this is how her mom feels but she's basically like you know her mom is like super like doesn't like them code switching and like Mm. thinking anything might be ghetto uh like is not for that and so she's like worried she's like okay like what if my mom knows that like i made this entire game like celebrating black excellence like is she gonna is that like too much like what is gonna go on and then her sister is a total gossip she just won't tell her sister all these things uh but then it turns out that the person the guy who was supposed to show up for the semi-final has been murdered in the real world whoa that's a twist i was not expecting yeah and i didn't give anything away because it's on the back of the book so Got I didn't it. give any no gossip. That's given. quite a buildup, though, for the rest of the story. I was like, "Where yeah. are you going to go from here?" Yeah, right. So, and then it comes find out that the reason that he was murdered is that he was working with like his brother, and they had like made some trade with some stranger for like because you can get earn earn coins in the game, and so they had oh, made like so a trade related for like yeah, so they made trade somehow for like coins for real world money, and then something happened that I'm not entirely sure, but he gets murdered. And he's like a 16 year old kid. And of course, like the news starts covering it, everything. And then they find out that it was related to Slay. And then you have all these like news anchor people being like these white news anchor people too, obviously being like, oh my gosh, is this like game? Like, oh, it's, 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 very, it's, it's like black. It's dangerous. There's an online 
gang. And so they bring in this guy together. Yeah. And they call it a gang. And so they bring on this like um, Harvard professor. I don't really know actually where he's from. He's not from Harvard. I can't remember. But this like this like important man and he's a black man. So it's extra good that they're bringing him on to get his input. Right. And he's like, I don't know, like I'm in my 50s. I don't even know what you're talking about. And he's like, I mean, like, yeah, it could be dangerous. Like video games are like proven that like they can lead to violence in real life. And like you're like listening to his part being like, well, yeah, we all know that. But but he's never played the game. He doesn't know. And so then people start calling the game racist because but it's racist against white people because not okay (laughs) so because like according to like the internet peoples is that they won't let whites in the game because like i said the only way that you can create a player or join the game is like with a referral code from somebody who already plays kind of like the og face and the rule is no white people basically but there is no rule nothing in like there's no like people just don't happen to have invited any yeah like there's no like bylaw that says it and there's like a whole like kind of like mission statement which i don't remember exactly what it is it's fairly long for a mission statement it's really more of a vision statement if we're being perfectly honest but it's basically talking about like how this game you know we're like embracing our culture and we're like making things better we're doing all these things um and so but like there's nothing in there says that like if you are best you play you play slay you're a slayer and your best friend in the world world is a white kid there's nothing saying that you you can't let them play with you it just hasn't happened that anyone knows of and at this point of course nobody's gonna speak up and be like i'm fine a white guy my friend (laughs) plays with me like we play all the time it's great like he's learning about my culture because like because like part of the idea is like these cards so how like the game also works is that you get six cards so you get like two hex cards and two defense cards and two offense cards and you have 10 seconds to look at them put them in order that you want to play them like memorize it so you have to like kind of know what the cards mean and what they do so like it would be harder for somebody who didn't grow up doing these things to know true but then at the same time you also learn that like because kira and her partner that that's lives on the other side of the world obviously grew up totally different so there's some of these ones like louisiana barbecue i think is one of them and like mom's mac and cheese and like she had to explain to that to her partner in billy's games of like what that means because they totally grew up with like these different different experiences but it still collectively is all like a black experience so it's like i mean really it would just be harder starting out yeah so then basically the rest of the book is kira being like feeling super guilty and like blaming herself because if she had never made this game he would never would have been murdered and now like and then people like start like on the internet of course it's internet trolls so take what you will but like start like that they're gonna threaten to sue emerald they also all keep calling emerald a he even though her avatar is very clearly a woman which i was like okay you sexist assholes that is clearly a lady yeah, they usually like, assume it's a man in charge yeah, only a man could code so good but um, but yeah, so Texas people are like shit. threatening that they're going to sue because it's racist. Nobody's like threatening to sue that like she got him murdered because like, most people like obviously she's like 17 and panicking. I would be panicking right now. Like, oh my gosh, like, I, did out. This. I bought this game and somebody died. Of course, you're going to feel guilt. Um, so, yeah. I'm pretty sure that could potentially have legal implications. I guess it just depends on how it all shakes out. Yeah. And so, but yeah, so like the basically the rest of the book 
is you like learn way more about how the game works because that's the thing it's like early on in the book I mean, I guess I've just told you guys all how the game works, but early on in the book, you don't know how the heck the game works. Like, you have to figure it out as you're going along. And oh my gosh, I want to play it so bad. I it sounds learn. very complex. I'm very interested. I would like to yeah. play this game too. Yeah. If I had been invited by a friend, uh, I would have loved it. So, but honestly, the book was freaking awesome. Absolutely. Five stars out of five. Like, Everyone needs to read this. I would actually probably read it again. Uh, things that I really liked that were just kind of fun and clever is at the beginning of any chapter where we meet a new character, it starts out with, my name is, so it's like, my name is Kira. And I created this super amazing game that nobody knows it was me. It's like a little intro. That's kind of cool. Yeah, How was the author's style? Would you read more by the author? Yeah, she's. I think she's written maybe one other one. I was really creative. Yeah, I think I looked and I can't remember if it was like a romance or it was something that maybe I wasn't super into. Um, but I really like this style. So like I know that these characters are teenagers and I'm far Not, enough from away from being one. It's been a bit. Sad. But I still like how she wrote them. Like it felt real and it also still still felt relatable as somebody who's about to be 30. Um like Oh my god, that's that this year yeah it's gonna be terrible i can't i can't pretend last year didn't happen anymore so um, but yeah i really liked her writing style like she how she hid things from us and then like something would happen and you'd be like oh my gosh like she totally kind of like alluded that something might happen the but i thought drop yeah and i was like but i thought i was reading too much into that i thought i was overthinking it and then i was like no i was thinking exactly what she wanted me to think so i would totally read more by her i, I am pretty sure that she has like a series of something out i'm honestly i might be thinking i've gone through a lot of different authors lately so she might not but i think that she has another series that's going that i'm gonna I, anything that she writes i'll probably check it Let's out check, I, do yeah. like, I do like her writing style it was a lot of fun super creative like creating this entire like yeah world. that impresses the hell out of me <laughs> like that's not just a story like you have to like create intricacies that you have to be able to continue throughout your story like that's very elaborate yeah and so like I'm at impressed. one point so like emerald can uh like travel like she can be like oh i want to go to swamp and then she's like flying over she goes to rainforest so like rainforest is one of the places and she's like oh yeah i can like hear the toucan chirping but there's no like real toucan we never actually like hmm. put one in there we just like use the noise and just like the thought like to be like i mean yeah why would you you why would you draw a toucan in a tree that nobody's ever going to be able to see but you're going to use the noise from it and just like kind of like the imagery that she made like i can picture like all of the places that she made and like all the characters because you can like super like deck out your like avatar in like I so many that. different ways and like every way like how she explained it i was just like this is awesome like it was so good and like every right. character well, she, she needs right, to make felt, a game next obviously yeah or she needs to like sell the rights to it become a bajillionaire and then like have i guarantee like, you people would play this have like a small version where white people are allowed so we can learn because i want to play i would like to be included but i understand if i'm not yeah but like <laughs> I, I just want to learn and play oh my yeah it sounded so fun and apparently if it's, if it's like magic the card games maybe i need to go and it sounds similar that. but like a little different like also it this is like, like actually definitely... yeah this is also like vr 
too so you're like yeah because that's the other one too is that like like there they're actually like fighting and battling like in the arena with each other so it's and, like, like pokemon and magic and yeah, yeah. it's like but a combination with, of lots of things yeah but with vr and so that's another thing that i liked about the game that's cool. oh because it's like another thing that like i forgot it was vr so that's amazing yeah the like news people are saying is that like oh it's it's targeting the like low income people because the game is free but i'm like but well, yeah but VR. technically you're, it's like it's like because you can play it on just a computer but it's best played in vr so i'm like that's not necessarily low income that crap is kind of expensive so that's like a yeah a wide range of people yeah but, but yeah well, definitely go check it out it was great sure. the cover is beautiful so if y'all see the, yeah i was say you're gonna y'all gonna love it go check it out on instagram all that fun stuff um coming up next we definitely have a topic picked and i don't remember what it, it is, is don't judge a book by its cover so oh. we're picking books literally literally just based on the cover no i totally could have used this one because i saw it and i said i must read it but i already talked about it so thank you organization yeah so there you go we're gonna do it we're gonna pick some based off just looks like they tell us not to and you know see see if we really shouldn't or not i've it's already picked mine and i literally know nothing about it other than when i was scrolling through i saw that the first line on the instagram thing said historical fiction so that means probably based in the past other than that i know literally nothing else yeah mine had uh, i picked it and i don't want to give it away yet but mine had small words down at the bottom that i couldn't read when i looked at it and i kind mm. of wish i had oh no but we'll see what happens it'll be great um all the places that we are if you have other books that you think that we need to read um especially by authors of color let us know um fiction or non-fiction whatever it is if you have other recommendations like bad feminist that i mentioned or anything else we are on uh email is isn't a pastor bedtime at gmail instagram is it a pastor bedtime and then twitter iipyb underscore pod because of course they can't all match always freaking twitter um you can also check out our website and see what's in our archive what we've done in the past and what's coming up next at isn't it past your bedtime.com and then as always rate review subscribe tell your friends we super appreciate that and we'll talk at everybody later bye